Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. right in there and having a good sniff around the Monday Scrum. Hello and welcome to the Monday Scrum with Aaron Woods and Brent Reed. One of the best weekends of footy we have seen in a long time. Week one of the finals certainly delivered and um, there's a bit to get through off the field as well. Just firstly, uh, Woodsy, can you confirm whether or not you had a $65 buffet down in Melbourne and you chose to have Cocoa Pops for breakfast? (laughs) I don't know where you get the information from, but you're spot on, Emma. Right, look, we don't get – my wife doesn't buy Cocoa Pops. So um, when I saw it at the buffet, I was like, yeah, I get it. And I thought I was just enjoying myself. And then my great colleague in Anthony Maroon, who's throwing me under the bus here. He's rock solid, mate. Has absolutely, he absolutely yeah. teed off on me at the breakfast. What are you talking about, mate? Because he was into the, you know, the the um, what are the eggs, poached eggs and all this sort of stuff, sausages, bacon. And he goes, mate, you're kidding yourself picking up Cocoa Pops when you've got everything to pick from. So I was like – no, so is that all you had, Cocoa Pops? Cocoa Pops and, so a, and a one, coffee. one bowl of Cocoa Pops cost you $65? Well, not me. It was on cost the... Cost uh, <laughs> Yeah, sorry, sorry, guys. But, That's uh, shocking. That's sorry to the bosses. It's embarrassing. Well, I don't even know if breakfast was on our thing. Because Maroon said he's got it, so hopefully it cost Maroon $65. Oh, yeah. oh. That's good. Oh, there you go. That'd be an even better story. Yeah, that would well, be. he threw you under That's the probably bus. why he's filthy. Yeah. There we yeah. go. <laughs> What were, are they we... good? were they good, the Cocoa Pops, yeah, by the way? It's like the first time I've had it in three years, really. It's really? outstanding. They are good. Oh. You it's should like... have some. You look a bit flat today. I'm not a Cocoa Pops guy. you okay guy. today, Reed? Yeah, What's wrong? Right? Do you need to talk no, about no, anything? What's happened, buddy? It's all good. No, you sure? No, it's all good. It's okay. All good. I'm all right. Sure. Yeah. Big weekend. I'm a bit flat after the weekend. Okay. How could you be flat after that? Oh, mate, it was very emotional, the weekend. Oh, was... Very emotional. A lot of, it was like a roller coaster. Well, that's the rugby league world we live in, mate. Finals, just... It just delivered. It yeah. delivered, mate. That game yesterday, I don't think I've ever seen a game mm. like it. You couldn't have scripted it. it. There was just so much drama between the sim bins. I think the ref put the injuries. He's got to take the pee the out ref. of the whistle. Take the dead set pee out of the whistle. Let the boys play. Well, they're too busy bashing each other, Woodsy. I'm not going to blame the ref. I think the players, were, I think sport, players really. went over. Yeah, but they went overboard. Woodsy, a lot of high shots, a lot of niggly, yeah, there was a lot a... of niggly rubbish. And a lot of those decisions, they weren't just Ashley Klein. They were maybe oh, yeah, consultation with I the agree. bunker. But I just thought he lost his way. Well, he might have lost a little bit of control. I think, you both, know what? Both, like, I think the players lost away a bit, but, yeah. but I think the ref could have controlled a bit better. Like, that's him been with Radley and, and Totola in the second half. I think they just showed you that he knew he was losing control of the game. But if the players don't lose control then the referee doesn't lose control. And I reckon the players lost. Look, Victor got Simbin twice, and you can argue about whether... Mate, both the of them weren't rabbit, even a Simbin. Come rabbit, on. Well, he did come third man in. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, but he didn't... It was no, there was no fight, no, no punches being thrown. It escalated, though, after that. Well, wouldn't you say Lachor Mitchell was third man in because Satola pushed someone the head, then he grabbed the second... He was the second one to grab. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought the players went a bit mad. Well, I enjoyed that, you it. Know what, what, I, 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 problem, but I, I personally it. think it was the new stadium... And then well, I wasn't at the game, but I was at home watching it, and it was that loud. And I reckon it's just pumped the players up, and they've all just redlined. They've crossed that red line, and they've just lost the plot. And it, that's what you want to see in rugby league. Well, it was verging on some would say UFC, not just rugby oh. league. Some absolutely oh, loved it. Thought on. I thought it was one of the best things yeah. I'd seen in a while. Others, not so much. But there was a lot of argy bargy. Talking about Buzz. Didn't Buzz say he that? Was, it was UFC. Buzz did say Buzz. that. Uh, but Trent Robinson, after the game, it was a long press conference, but he was asked about the style of footy and all of the push and shove. Yeah, it was chaotic. It was, uh, it sort of descended into a, yeah, non-rugby league game in the end. It sort of 
it got to the point where it was, you know, so stop-start and, yeah, not what we really want to see in our game. And then it got to, OK, there was a little bit of... There was footy periods and then who was going to execute their opportunities and, and they did that better than us. So I think, um, I think as a spectacle, it would have been interesting and different. And then the, the footy moments were, yeah, were, were won by Souths. All right, and then in terms of the decisions, Jason Demetrio, you caught up with him uh, on the sideline as well. Mm. Was he happy with those decisions? Which ones, the sim bidding? Yep. Um, I can't remember what he told me. Okay. Well, I believe we've got <laughs> some audio playing, of it, yeah. given, <laughs> given that you weren't paying attention. Yeah, I don't know. I think the game's got to be careful as well every time someone gets high with sending people off, you know. But, um, yeah, like it, was, it was just one of those games when it was pretty chaotic and full on. And every time someone went down, you were like hoping no one got sin bin. Um, but, yeah, happy to be on the right side of the scoreboard. So yeah, okay. that, I, remember, was, I remember that now. Look, there were so many. It's hard to – you got even this morning, I'm thinking, going back over all of them, thinking, well, this one probably was, this one probably wasn't. Yeah, I think wasn't. they got a few wrong. Like, I think the Tedesco one, that was a blatant – But he didn't they go Tommy to the Simbini. That's what I'm saying. But that's he what I'm saying. He should have gone to the that, and, that and that's where the ref – they normally get the bunker to help him out. Mm. That, and then I think Roosters couldn't get another sub because it was it was a foul play. Tedesco gets HIA ruled out of the game. And because he wasn't put on report or ten in the bin yep. – they don't get the extra, you know, that no. sent off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, it yeah. wasn't a report, but it wasn't sent yeah. sent off. So I think the refs needs to, there's got to be a bit of clarity with it because then Tom Burgess gets 10 in the bin when the when he hits Lodge with the ball and it bounces up onto his chin. Like, oh, there's just no clarity in it. So the one on Tedesco, he didn't get sent to the bin yet has copped two to three weeks exactly. now. So yeah. Just, yeah, I think mean, yeah. that's why some people are blowing that's what, up. That, that, that's why we're talking about it now. You know, yeah. we spoke about, if the game's going to be good footy, we don't want to be talking about the referees at the end of the day and what are we doing? Brady, do you know if they're going to fight Tom, the charge with Tom, or would you? Would, would you risk it? I, look, I would because when really? Tedesco carries the ball a lot of the time, he's got real low centre of gravity. He, he does duck a lot. He, he, he sort of – I've played with him at Tigers. It, when he, one thing we used to do with Tedesco, because he's got a, a high risk of getting hit in the head all the time, because when he does pass the ball a lot, he tends to fade away and go down a little bit low. But this time, if you watch when he tries to evade players, he gets so low, and that's what makes him such an incredible player. He's got that real good base where he can step at a different level to other players and take off and be as quick as he can. But the only problem with that is he can get low. And what what happened yesterday with Georgie, he's, uh, with Tommy, he's clipped him, and then he's been ruled out of the game with the HI. But it's just a hard one because he's been ruled out. What do they do? A lot of time, the judiciary, they take a, in, in, into account of, of what happens. I mean, the risk is if he fights it and loses, I think he's banned for the grand final yeah. because it's two to three games. So I'd imagine they probably won't risk it. I'd imagine mm-hmm. they'll probably cop the early guilty plea. It's interesting what Robbo said about that's. I think he, that quite, he sort of said that's not the game you want to see. Mm-hmm. I, I reckon people would have left that game yesterday and just loved it. I'm that gonna, game I will did. stick in their memory. Well, I, I, I spoke to a lot of my forever. mates. We're in a WhatsApp group and they go, how good is rugby league? I know. Yeah, people. They were complete, like they. We'll talk about the Saturday night game later, but they were two completely different games. Hundred percent. That but was they were so memorable. I reckon for that was like reasons. a state of origin game, ready. Yes. yes. Yesterday. Yesterday yeah. was like it was a bash and barge. But then, like yeah. Robbo said, it was the team that came out and played rugby league that was going to win the game, and that's what South Sydney did. They 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 won the moments. Roosters just lost their way. They lost the plot lost yesterday. their way when they were down to when South were down to eleven yeah. men. That's when they played their worst. They, I mean, yeah, they yeah. just couldn't get anything going for them, and I think South scored. Yeah, unbelievable. They won one of those periods 6 0, I think. Well, Latrell Mitchell was outstanding. He scored that try when the Bunnies were down to 11 men, had a couple of try saving tackles as well. Not sure if you remember this one, Reedy, but you did catch up with him after the match. I couldn't hear what he was saying. He was so loud. (laughs) 
It's a different one, man. I uh, there's a lot of emotion coming my way, and but yeah, I just don't want to say too much. I've said enough. Just want to keep putting words to action now. So occasional booze, lots of cheers for you too. What was that like? I just kicked the goals and um, smiled, and I was stoked about that. And I seen a lot of Roosters followers walking out early, and uh, yeah, <laughs> they were looking for refunds. But who's that? <laughs> 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 what? He's such a showman. He's no, the best. He's but he's come out and said that, so I love it. It's you know he, he copped a fair bit of flack the week before. Um, you know I think we said on this show, you know he just wanted to get through that game the, the previous week. It, it didn't mean much, especially after the result on the Friday night when Storm got beat by by Parramatta the week before. So I reckon him getting through that game last week and and feeling what the emotion was like there and seeing how the crowd react to him. This game, the bigger the game is for Latrell, the better he plays. Yeah. And look, he only had about six or seven runs. But he created that many that many opportunities outside of it, so he was unbelievable. And he's the best, Tim. And you you spoke to him after the game as well for nine. I mean, he's he's just such a he's such a huge character in our game now. I think he's the biggest. I think he's the biggest star we got right now in rugby by the length, and not even close. I reckon he's the biggest star by the length. There's of the one. Straight. I reckon one comes close. At a car. Oh. oh, he's no. got. Yeah, but he's a better player than that. Okay, yeah, he's he's a better the player. audience he's got behind him, mate. He's yeah. he brings people to the games as well. Yeah. Nathan's Nathan's the other guy, but again, he's different to Nathan because Na- well, he's Nathan's got a much quiet. He doesn't really show too much. Latrell's yeah. got that aura. Latrell has a he, presence. He doesn't yeah. he, he he relishes that opportunity yeah. where Nathan just goes by his stuff. He works hard. He's quiet, but he plays like a superstar. Yeah. he's a lot more uh, comfortable now too. I reckon Latrell. Yeah. he's like a, I feel like since he came back from the states. Yeah. It's like he's a new person, and yeah. chatting to him, he also said it's the best headspace in his career that he's been. He just seems but you know, just the relaxed. Other, the other thing is he's been this person for a while, and I, I think it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because he didn't really speak too much, especially when he was at the Roosters. Now that he's come out, like you said, since he's come back from America, he's had the time to reflect, and he's come out and he said, yeah, I am a showman. He's actually, uh, you know, he's come out and he said he is one, mm. so he's put the name to it, and he's like, now he's actually doing it. And because and he's come out and, and, you know, he's said it, I think we've all backed him. Yeah. Well, not all of us. So there's plenty booing him on the way. Yeah. Well, obviously Rooster supporters, yeah. but I don't think they'll we're boo him at, at, at the full time when they're yeah. on Mad Monday now. But yeah. he's also, honestly, he is such a genuine, polite yeah. guy 100%. that some might want to bag him with what they, Well, I remember I played, you know, booing him from the stands, but dealing with him with media during the week or even at games the way he'll go out of his way to say hello, he's just... Oh, he actually is a really I, good bloke. I played with him in the 2018 Aussie Tests and never met him before. Mate, one of the best guys you'll ever yeah. meet. Mm. Such, and he's pretty quiet, like just goes through around, does what he's got to do at training, loves having a coffee, getting around the boys. You, you just wouldn't think anything different of him. So that's a credit to him. He, he's come out and, you know, he, a lot of people have criticised him, but he's just backed himself and keeps sticking to what he's done. And he's backing it with his actions. And that's he the is. big oh, thing, yeah. right? When you talk a good game, you've got to back it with your actions. And he's backing it at the moment. And the way he's going... I could see him when he, winning a premiership for South Sydney. Yeah. He's playing that well. Wouldn't that be good? He's that influential on oh, yeah. games now. I'm with you, Eddie. You with me? Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Hurts me. Woody's with me. I'm back. Me. It hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the next up again. Yeah, please. Well, someone else who stood up on the weekend was Val Holmes. That was an epic game as well. We had such good footy on the weekend. Golden point over the Sharks. That 40-meter field goal. Were you... Well, you would have always backed Val to to step up in a moment like that. Yeah, definitely. When we had him at uh, Cronulla Sharks when I was there, every time would obviously be in you know a golden point situation or you know one point behind. Oh, sorry, uh, a draw. Sorry, we'd always look to to get Val close to the action and look for the field goal. He's got one of the best boots you've seen, and 
Uh, not only did he get the field goal, he, he, it was a two-point field goal as well. Mm. He hit it from about 45 metres out. And look, it didn't look like it was uh, going to strike it too well, but it just snuck in. Um, but yeah, I know he got the, the field goal, but I thought his defence on Jesse Ramian was enormous all night. Jesse's been outstanding. Like the Sharks' back five have almost won a game single-handedly this year. And to see the way that Cowboys defended, what a game. And, and like there's a lot of footy being thrown I reckon that was one of the games that around to watch. And like you said, it was completely different to the Roosters and Souths game. Tell you the bloke who stood up for the Cowboys, Jason Tomalello. Oh, did he what? Oh, how how enormous was he in that game? Like he was probably, we talk about, about Latrell's performance over the weekend, but I reckon Jason's was what about, arguably the oh. performance of the weekend. He was ridiculous. That was like the old vintage. Mate, what about the Jason try scores Tomalello. on the bell? Oh. Some of the carries, I think. In well, extra, his was a carry before Val's he, field goal, exactly, wasn't it? But even in extra time, some of his carries on play three and four was just getting him in good field position to get good kicks away. And, mate, incredible performance from Jason. What's he like playing against Woods? Because he's got amazing footwork the, well, the for hard big thing man, about, isn't he? The hard thing about Jace is he's very quick off the mark. So he can run nice and direct and, and run straight over you. But in the other backs, in the back of your mind, he's got a really good right foot and left foot step. So, and then when you finally get good contact on him, he's got a late offload as well. So the thing with Toddy, they've used him so well, and then this year he's used him with a pass. So a lot of the times they get McLean to lay the line, and it looks like that um, Tom Lyle is going to have a carry. But then he'll throw it at the back, and they'll do an early shift to you know their centers in Hickey and Holmes, and they make so many easy meters. It's just got threats everywhere. How much does that take out of the Sharkies, though? That's a lot, but I think they'd probably be happy coming up against South because it was a very physical game yesterday. Um, you know, coming up against the the Roosters who are a bash and barge, nice and physical, direct side. But 93 minutes is a long time. And, you know, you're normally playing 80 minutes. Um, you, you think of the emotions that they're going through. Uh, I think they've got a week to recover, is it? They play Saturday night, mm-hmm. uh, I think, yeah. at Allianz. So, look, it's going to be a real tough one for them to back up to, especially, you know, they had the opportunity to win it. They're up by eight points. And then to somehow lose that game the way they did, they'll be pre- pre- uh, feeling pretty flat come Sunday, Monday. Hopefully Fitzy gets them to get a, get through it. And, you know, they're coming up against the South Sydney side that's red hot. I think only one loss in Tommy Burgess. So they'll be up for it. It'll be another really good good game that we're going to look forward to. Well, the Storm Raiders game was pretty epic as well. And I don't think many would have tipped the Raiders to win. And Ricky said at the beginning of the match, I know everyone thinks we're here to just make up the numbers, but we believe in ourselves. It's the first time since 2014 that Melbourne have been eliminated in week one of the finals. Craig Bellamy has also said next year is his last year. He, he definitely has. He has. He said that on... I think he said that before, though, to be fair, <laughs> okay. a few times. But is Melbourne's premiership window closing? See, I, I, I reckon this is a premature declaration by a lot of people because when you look at about, that, Bellamy? about Melbourne, oh. Melbourne falling off a cliff, they've still got Pappenhausen. Well, if he comes back 100%, they've got Pappenhausen, Munster next year, Jerome Hughes, Harry Grant. That's their spine. Yeah. Christian Welch will come back. They've still got Nelson. Um, they'll get Remus Smith back. Who Tarek I think, Sims. Tarek. I think they really miss Remus Smith this year. because oh, I think they've missed Smith and Jennings. Yeah. Jennings got injured in round one or two. Um, so they've still got Xavier Coates. They've still got, they've got, they're all superstars. For me, me, I I reckon depending on what happens with Munster, because I I seen a report that Cameron Smith said that he's got the feeling that Munster's going to go to Redcliffe. Yep. But obviously that's, that's a year away, isn't it? Yes. I reckon next year's their big year. You know, the year after that, when you lose someone like Munster, that can leave a big dent in you. So where are they going to play? Obviously the 5'8", who's going to play 5'8"? Because the the, when, the game on the weekend, when they were down, 
The one player that did stand up for, for Melbourne for me was Cameron Munster. He touched the ball, I think, two or three times a set. He was getting more involved. Um, look, Hughes looked still a little, little bit ginger. Yeah, he's from, struggling. From, he's yeah, struggling he, he was obviously. struggling. You know, yeah. he, was, he was touch and go, I think, yeah. uh, as you say, you know, the week before. So I don't think their window is, is shut next year. But I think after that, depending on what happens with Bellamy, you know, you get a new coaching with the systems if he does go. Uh, and then you lose someone like, like you said, in Munster, it could be a big loss for well, them. Well, if they lose Munster, though, they're going to go hard for a big name. There's already been talk they've reached out to Dylan Brown. Matt Burton's been mentioned. Yeah. Adam Dewey's been mentioned. The, you know, they'll they'll try and replace Munster with a really big, high high class player. So I know it won't be Cam Munster, and you know, it's replacing Cam's almost impossible. But you know, they can possibly go and get someone for a little less money, a really good footballer. They still got the three quarters of that spine and they can go and maybe strengthen another area. They might need some help in the back row because, you know, they've got Liero coming through. They'll have Tarek and they've got a young kid named Jack Howarth who's... He's the, he's the one they got a big earmark on, haven't they? got big raps on him, but he hasn't really kicked on this year. Uh, but there's some, been some huge raps on him. So, look, I mean, it was a really disappointing... They, their end of the year was bad. They, they just look like they were cooked, for, I reckon. For Melbourne standards, for Melbourne standards definitely. They look cooked, I just they? think defensively on their try line. You know, the couple of times, the, the tries that the Raiders did score, they just come straight through them. Mm. You but, never see. That's not Melbourne-like. But knowing Craig, that sort of loss, It'll drive he'll harder. just rip into them in the preseason. They'll come back harder next year. So um, I think they'll be fine. What about the Raiders? Can you see them going on to the decider given it's not that anything is easy, but you would say it's the easier side of the draw, not having to face Penrith until the grand final, if that's the path they take. So they'd have to beat the Eels and the Cowboys. But they've been, we talk about momentum and form, their back end to the year has been scintillating. I honestly can believe it because Mitchell Moses is a question mark over him this week. And if he does play, he's coming off a big head knock. And Canberra, a real physical side. You know, I was down there on the weekend. We got to call that game uh, on Triple M. And, mate, the forward pack from Canberra, Tarpany played the first 50, 60 minutes. He was incredible, especially in that first half. I think he set up a couple of tries with his late offloads. Probably he's playing, you know, they, they question marked him halfway through the year with the origin, but he was outstanding. And then you throw in like Hudson Young. He's just, something always happens around him. Elliot Whitehead, I think, had his best game of the year. They're just playing. I just, I th- they need to get Adam Elliott right. He, he had yeah, a bit of a groin strain. Sounds oh, like it sounds like he's... He's been unreal for him. Uh, he's gone. Sounds oh, he's like, gone. It sounds like oh, it. Because his leg speed around the ruck just... He drifts across field. He can link up with players. Got a late offload. And then Jack Whiten, like, he had the week off previously. It really does show you, given that time away, given a bit of rest, they were... Mate, they played like they had nothing to lose. And, and that's what's scary about them. You know, Para come fourth. They don't want to be going out straight sets, so they're going to always have that in the back of their mind, whereas Canberra just snuck in. They got in the eight. You know, they got that last round with Brisbane losing. They're just playing footy. They're just playing what's in front of them. They're just playing free-flow footy, and it's really good to see. I mean, the big concern for them is Mitch, obviously. If Mitch doesn't uh, recover from that concussion in time, that's a huge huge hole in that team. Would you go as far as to say, without Mitch, they can't win? I wouldn't say they can't win, but I'd say Canberra probably deserved to be – well. Canberra probably favourites without Mitch. He's that important to them at the moment. I hate saying this, but I agree, Reedy. <laughs> oh, wow. Huge. We're on a roll now. But you look at Mitch's kicking game. Yeah. He keeps yeah. single-handedly keeps him Parramatta in the, side, in the games with his kicking game. Yeah. And you notice when he went off the other night how many points they, they leaked. That, it just all unraveled from there. Yeah, when, they need off. to get their completion rate a lot better because what Penrith did, they just suffocated them and then just waited for them to crack. So it seems that it the title is Penrith to lose, really. Well, how I was how tipping, far above the 
the rest of the competition. Are they still favourites in your eyes? Honestly, I didn't have them. I thought Roosters could have beat them. Yeah. You know, I've been saying to Reedy for a while, Roosters could beat them, but since they gone. they couldn't win, would he? Yeah. Told you. But you, no the one, one week you got on them, they get beat. So I'm <laughs> filthy. But mind you, didn't you tip the Cowboys for the spoon? Yeah. No, I did not. Oh, that go. is incorrect. I'm pretty sure I tipped the Dogs. But let, well, yeah. maybe the Tigers. I might have tipped For dogs. me now, it's Penrith's competition to lose. They are that far ahead. You know, they were – they were, the, defensively in that first 20 minutes, I thought Fisher-Harris and Leota, like normally we talk about them carrying the ball, they were bashing Parramatta's forward pack. And I think I just said it before with Whiten, it's like when you had that one week off, they were that refreshed. They're going to get another week off. Mm. And then they're going to play the the winner of Sharks in, in South Sydney, who have both had a, a very tough game semi-final one. Not saying that their game wasn't as tough on, on the Friday night, but Penrith won that game in the first 20 minutes defensively. You know, kick-out was enormous. Nathan Cleary, you, you would have thought he was Joey Johns on the weekend. And he'd been out for five weeks. He's been yeah. out for five. A lot of people questioned if he could come back and, and play good footy. You know, we just spoke about him doing the little things right. He was dead set, man of the match by length. It was unbelievable. So, and then we haven't even spoke about Coruscant, Luai, Dylan Edwards, you know, and Brian Toto. How good was he? It's almost as if it's you can't good really identify a weakness. You honestly can't. And I think we spoke about it like, um, how would you say it? You know, skill work wise, everything, they are miles ahead of everyone else. You, you pretty much need Penrith to have an off day to beat them. Yeah. That's how yeah. good they're going. So they're, the only way Penrith can lose is to beat themselves and exactly. just be off and their that, game. That's how I, that, yeah. Well, that's how I see it is because they are, the, the footy they're playing is absolute. And they've been like that the whole season. They've been that far ahead of everyone else. It's unbelievable. The games they've lost was when Cleary was obviously uh, sent off. You know, they lost the first one against Parry, which they played pretty poor, and they beat themselves that night. And then they lost a couple of games at the back end of the year when they rested players. Yeah. I, I think the only, the only thing that can stop them is probably injury and well, suspension. Or refereeing. Well, yeah. yeah and well, all, all you need, we saw on the weekend, someone gets binned, changes the game. Imagine but then, you, know, you know the other thing is, well, I read it somewhere. You need to go after Cleary like the Queensland did in yeah. State of Origin. Yeah. They just looked after Cleary, you know. Yeah. I think they, Jimmy Graham said that too on, we our, spoke about on pre, our pregame, said yeah. just to, to, follow to, the Maroons blueprint. Just go after him and just try whack him, Bash you him. know. But the only thing is you're going to have a, a liability of maybe get someone 10 in the bin. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought that was the reason Murata near Corey started that game. I thought it was to go after Nathan Cleary. Physically, yeah, I thought he so. He did not get near him. Didn't get near him all game. But they it, put no pressure yeah, on him at all. the problem was the, you look at the play falls before he kicks – Leota's taken it, Fisher-Harris taken it, Kickout's taken it. They're getting quick play the balls. It's that hard to get off your line and put pressure on yeah. Cleary because he's just using his big man, and that's so smart by Cleary. He uses them, lay the line, and just get a free kick. Paul Wonga Blake had time, no idea. When he's got, got time, would he just control oh, game suddenly? As soon as he's got time, it's game over. Yeah, There's nothing. There's not a worse, because I'm telling you now, 99% of the time he picks the right decision. It's like him with the podcast. Give her a bit of time. She just controls yeah. it. She's out. She's out Cleary it. here. Oh, who are you? <laughs> He's I'm Aaron up Woods. and down. I'm up and down. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, sorry. I'm off the bench. I'm off the bench. <laughs> I took Benji, remember? <laughs> Had a sub for him. What are you? What are you? You're going to say you're Luttrell. Reedy's actually Klein. No, Reedy's going to say he's Luttrell. No, no, no. Big no, game player. He's actually Klein. Not, no, not no I'd good. be happy to say the bigger the game, oh, the, the better, better you are. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Can we Can we say Reedy's a bunker? Because he's hit and miss. Don't bag the bunker, mate. Bag the players. Please. They did. They got it wrong. Please. Not the bunker. Oh, we'll, we'll give him a chance to prove himself, all right? This is a finals edition oh. of our favourite segment. Read about it. Read about it. Read his mail. Would you? I heard you before talking about Josh Papali'i. Yes. I, people were questioning him in the middle of the year. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. I spoke, I spoke to him on Sunday. Oh, he did said, you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as he went into origin camp for game three, 
Um, he actually rung Billy the first day he was in camp and he said, Billy, can I see you? Billy said, yeah, yeah. So he went up to Billy's room and he said to Billy, Billy, if you don't think I'm good enough anymore, don't play me. Wow. And Bi- yes. And Billy said, nah, I back you. I believe in you. Um, and then he turned out, obviously played really well in Origin 3. He's played, he's played, and he's played been unbelievable ever since. ever since. He said he shut off his uh, social media when he went to camp. Uh, he tried to ignore all the criticism. But yeah, he went up to Billy and he said, look, if I'm not good enough anymore, Billy, don't pick me. And they know each other. I mean, when Josh debuted. They play with each other. In yeah. 2013, Billy was in the team. So and I spoke to Billy today about that meeting. He said, yeah, it's right. He said, I, I just told him, mate, I believe in you. Um, you're, you're the leader of this forward pack. We need you. And then Josh obviously went out and played like he did. And, his, and you know, uh, Billy spoke about the relationship he's got with Tarpanay, Papali and Tarpanay. And he said, you know, jo- Joseph's, Joe's getting all the raps at the moment the way he's playing. But he said, yeah, I bet if you ask Joe, he'd give all the credit to Josh Papali for well, you look at helping her. him through and guiding him through. Yeah, but for me, you, I watched the game on the weekend real close. Papali does the early carries. He does the ones that where he's getting four blokes wind up. He took the first carry of the game, the kickoff runs. And then Tarpany sort of, because Papali skittles them, like there's three or four in the, in the in the tackle with him. There's only two getting out. Papali's got, not um, Tarpany's got like a, a a better carry to pick at who he's going to uh, run at, you know, and that's what creates his second phase momentum. It's big, big. Uh, it's a big call by Josh. And I but, said that to him. I said, man, that's a big call. Why, why'd yeah. you do it? He said, look, I just wanted to. But I'm you just, know what? That For that, for Papali, he would have got a world of like confidence, confidence out of yeah. that because Half the time that is rugby leagues, it's a hard game and you always question yourself. We always talk about head noise as a player mm. and to have the coach back and say, no, don't worry about it. I'm playing you no matter what. He would have went in with just all the confidence in the world just to say, all right, uh, the shackles are off. I don't have to worry. He's told me man to man what, what he wants from me. And that's all I've got to do now. Mm. Good yeah. on him. So there you go. That wow. was part of the uh, turnaround in his season. So this is an exclusive. <laughs> Billy Slater. Help turn around Papa Lee's Boom. season. Easy. What and else you got? Out, and they knocked out Melbourne. Uh, wow. So Melbourne, uh, sorry, Ooh. the Cowboys, Jordan McLean, obviously went very close to making his origin debut earlier this year before that injury struck, struck, struck him in camp for origin three. He's about to do a new deal. Yeah, I know. I yeah, like he stumbled Are you okay today? You have a stroke. Struck, struck, struck. Um, was that a, a glitch in the system or what? <laughs> no, no, I think you're the glitch. Oh, okay. Anyway, you've anyway, had, you've had a rough weekend. You've had a rough weekend. He's about to do a new deal with the Cowboys. One more year at the Cowboys, <laughs> Jordan McLean. Uh, he deserves it. I think he's been outstanding for them this year. He's, he, like Tamalalo, it's like this year's been a new lease on life for him. Mm. He, he's been come off the back fence. He's been playing some unreal footy. And as you said, if it wasn't for injury, he plays for New South Wales this hey, year. Is he a Bolton for the World Cup tour? Yeah, I think, think he is. He's already played, he played in the he last World Cup with yeah. us. Yeah, he, he's he played a chance well. to go this time around. Hundred percent. Well, you look at our middle forwards. Paulo's playing for Samoa, so is Papalihi. Yep. So we haven't really got too many to pick from. To Might be, be Lodgy or Lodgy, McLean, Hass, Hass. If he if he does, would yeah. you pick Lodge? Yeah, I'd pick Lodge. Um, it's he's going to cop a little bit of flack if they do pick him for yeah. his indiscretions in the past. Yeah. But they've seen he's he's played for other clubs. You know, they, they've all given the opportunity, and one of the best coaches in the game, Trent Robinson. Has backed him, so I've got to say he was magnificent yesterday. And when all the rubbish was going on, he could have lost his head. He like was he the would. one bloke who kept his cool. Kept his that's cool. true. And then the other thing is, when he did get head high, clipped, he's got up straight away and went to play the ball, got mm. a penalty, and straight on six again. Two yeah. years ago, he wouldn't have done that. No uh, chance. Probably would have had a different lodge, and yeah. that shows you how much of a person, how much his characters change over time. And just finally, for Dragons fans, might be a bit of good news this week. Jacob Little, we've spoken about him a few times. He had a medical. Um, Oh, would do this for you, Dragons fans. You're a Dragons player. But Jake, a little had his uh, his medical last week, but he's ex- expected to be confirmed as a Dragons player this week, Jake, a little. So. He's a good young kid, Jake. I had him at Tigers when yep. he was coming through the grades there. He's one of the fittest and you know fastest at the club. Um, had some bad injuries, didn't he, over yeah, the years? Yeah, poor kid. I remember when, as just as Farrah announced his retirement, 
he, he played a game against Manly Seagulls, and I think he did everything in his knee, like his uh, ACL, MCL, PCL. Yeah. So hopefully he can just have a really good off-season and, and get, get fit and firing and just back himself. It's an interesting one because I think Andrew McCulloch, um, yeah, Macca's still there. He'd he's be going around again. He's a really, but Macca's a, a very good player. Be a really good, good play to learn off as well. You know, he's been around a long time, played 300 games, played for Queensland. Yep. So that experience for for Jakey will be awesome. That's about it. So Jacob Little's gone. Jock Madden's gone. Is Jake Simpkin staying at the time? Yeah, he's, he's still there. He's still yeah, going to a year or two. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. There we go. And then Corey Sapi Yeah, so he's got, Jake Simpkin's going to be stuck behind. Happy as well. Maybe come off the bench, maybe. Mm. We'll look at Happy at the moment. He's come off the bench, so could they could start Simpkins. You mm. never know. There never know. Never know him. Well done. Funny world. It Rug- is. Funny game, rugby league. Isn't it? Yeah. When you're Latrell Mitchell like you are. <laughs> no, the bunker. No, that was a pretty good segment. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Just Eight out best. of ten. Woodsy, what do we think? I'm just happy I'll come off the bench. <laughs> Doing my job. Uh, this week, so I've got Raiders, Eels, Sharkies, Rabbitohs. Who are we tipping? Mate, I, I was... Shocking tipper last week. It's just a flip of the coin. I was on fire last week. That shows you how bad the footy, like how I hard the it Cowboys. was to I tipped the Cowboys. I tipped South. Yep. I tipped, oh, I think I tipped Parramatta. I, I asked you for your tips this week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going I'm to go, well, it depends if Mitch plays, but I'm going to go Canberra. Canberra. And I reckon mm. South. Yeah. You with me? I'm, going, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not, going, not that I'm it matters. Parish, what I think, I'm going parish arcs. I'm sick of agreeing with Reedy all day today. And M, you're going Canberra. Canberra South. South. Yep. Okay. It's a great final. Charlie, series. Are you going, Charlie? Oh, he's off mic. I'll go Canberra to make the grand final even. Oh, you heard it here first. The big dog. And then Chica. the bunnies will win. The bunnies, bunnies will win. win. Yeah. Who cares wow. what I think though? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. There, there we go. Well, we'll see you sideline one of the nights. Somewhere. We'll just logistically. You just sort. let me know when you need <laughs> no, to. No, I work around you. Oh, yeah. Woodsy will hear you Friday night with us. No, I just pop anywhere, right? mate. Yeah. When Chicken needs me, <laughs> I'm there. Come off the bench. You're there, <laughs> and we'll read your. Magnificent work in the Daily te- Telegraph during the week. Yep, and we'll see everyone next week for another bumper edition of the Monday Scrum. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.